In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Just a reminder that Diet Starts Tomorrow is a podcast for entertainment purposes only. It is not a medical podcast and does not constitute medical advice. Always seek the advice of a physician or a health professional. Betches Media presents Diet Starts Tomorrow. I stand behind my decision to avoid salad and other disgusting things. With hosts Remy Casimir. I'll have what she's having. And Emily Lubin. Remember, shoot like you have a secret. We're here to amuse your boosh. Hello and welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Emily and since Remy is still out of the country, I'm joined once again by my lovely guest host and valued member of the DS team, Lauren. Welcome, Lauren. Oh, hello, everyone. So excited to be back. So excited to have you back. Here in the office where I work anyways. Now, we've <laughs> been talking a little bit about today's scoop. Yes. Our scoop du jour today is exciting to some disconcerting to others. It's been going around on the internet and we're going to talk about it today. Finally, Miss Universe recently just added their first plus size contestant who is Miss Nepal. She's a model nurse and body positivity advocate. And a lot of people were excited to see a plus size contestant, but we've noticed an interesting dialogue around her participation I would love to know how you feel about Mm -hmm. this edition, particularly there was one video we were talking about where it was like a whole intro where she was talking about her battle with PCOS that you seem to take issue with. I don't take issue with it. I'm just annoyed that everybody, all these videos I've seen about her, they're like explaining why she's plus size. And I'm like, Mm. can't a fat bitch just do a pageant? Like, do we have to explain our medical history to you? I'm just tired of fat people having to prove our health or prove, you know, like sometimes people are just fat. There's also debate about like, is she fat? It's like, it's like she has curves, but it's like, they don't have curves in these pageants. So it's like, it's like groundbreaking, you know? Right. No, that's, that's interesting. Cause we also, we were watching a video before this. It just happened to pop up on your feed while we were prepping for this show. And yeah, there was so much debate over, is she fat? Is she not fat? Does it matter if she's fat or if she's not fat? I have a hard time. I've said this before. Like I have a hard time labeling other people as fat if I don't know Right. If they're comfortable with that label. But then there's plus size. Like, I think she technically is plus size. Like, if she, I should probably wear, like, maybe, like, a size 18 or something. Yeah. Or 16. Yeah, but she does have the traditional physique of, like, she's curvy. She's yeah. got breasts. She's got a small waist. She if has... I saw her at the mall, I'd be like, who is that hot lady? Right. Not, like... There's a there's a fat person in the mall, everybody. No, like she would be the hottest bitch at the mall. <laughs> She'd be the hottest easily. bitch at the mall. So, yeah, I mean, it is groundbreaking because, yes, traditionally in the Miss Universe pageant, you really don't see anybody above like a size two, I no, would say. Oh, yeah. So it is groundbreaking, but I agree with you. It's like, do we really need to say, 
oh, well, she has PCOS, so this explains her extremely hot body type away. It's, It's so unnecessary to me. Like, let's take the win of, like, we have a plus size pageant contestant for the first time in history i think i would say i haven't seen any plus size contestants i I haven't seen one not in these higher level pageants i'm sure in your local pageant you know you have women of all sizes yeah um and you actually did pageants so i would love to know like when you did pageants were you the only plus size person i think for the ones i was in i was not actually okay i feel like i did a very niche version of a pageant like it's a public high school where it was sort of a popularity contest. And Mm -hmm. it's also like, it's in the South. So there's very much like, we had plus size black girls in the pageant. Okay. And I was the only plus size white girl in the pageant. Interesting. You know, and one year, a plus size black girl won and it was awesome, you know? So the pageant really wasn't very stereotypical. And then it's like all skinny white girls doing the pageant. Okay, so it sounds like it was less toxic than what you think of. Yeah, and I won Miss Congeniality. See, that's the award I would want because that means so, you're the most well liked. I was the fu- I was the most fun. I was not the most skinny, uh, but I was definitely the most fun. Well, I, I think the two things often don't correlate. I think the skinniest probably wouldn't be the most skinny fun. girls go off. Be fun. <laughs> I'm just saying. Like I was the stereotypical like Melissa McCarthy fat best friend winning Miss uh, Congeniality, and I was fine with it. But oh my god, I just remembered something. So in the photo in the yearbook. It's so messed up. So I think they changed this after me because they felt bad. So all the winners, like there was different categories for like Miss, I don't know, Miss Thing, Miss First Place. Oh, so everybody got an award. It was like. No, no, no. Okay. There was like five awards. There was first place, runner up, second runner up, something else like Miss Thing. Miss Thing. I don't know. Would be a great one to win as well. I don't remember. And then, and then me, uh, Miss personality what about congeniality what? congeniality miss personality it's literally the name of a movie it is yes i love that movie <laughs> it's um, such a good movie I love, I, problematic I as fuck it's such a problematic movie oh, yeah. like i rewatched it like a year ago and it's crazy how for the first half of the movie they're all trying to convince us that sandy bullock is not hot yeah she's like she and they have her like wiping barbecue sauce on her white button-down shirt. Right. Like, they have her being, like, a caricature of what a slob would be. It's very She's All That, where she takes the glasses off, and oh, my God. Yes, it, like, it, it is She was hot the whole time, guys. It, it is that. Like, it falls into that trope, but I think it's even worse, because it's like they have her doing this slapsticky, like, like I'm disgusting, yeah. like, pouring beer on herself. Being <laughs> not feminine is gross. Right, yeah. right. And then suddenly she's in that, I mean... She looked amazing. But like after they do the makeover and she comes out in the mini dress, they're like, damn, she's snatched like, to the gods. Did you guys not have, did you not have eyes before this? Did you not have any sense of imagination? <laughs> like, oh yeah, when they did the, where she's in the computer simulation in well, her underwear and they're like, oh. And it's, it's like, that would be hello? an HR nightmare. Totally. <laughs> like, Wait, let me go back to this photo. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> so the photo, it's all the winners, and then there's me, and they have, the so the other winners, they have crowns on and flowers, and I have like a little trophy. Oh, <laughs> Miss Congeniality <laughs> just gets a little mini trophy. It was like a participation trophy. Like it was probably like an old basketball trophy or something. You know? <laughs> they just taped over it yeah. with masking tape. It was it was not cool. I wanted flowers. I still want flowers. They would have died by now, but that trophy will never die. Think about it that way. I think it died in a storage unit a oh, while back. I don't have it still. I would keep that forever. Yeah. Just to say I did a pageant. I, I was so the opposite of a pageant girl. 
And I kind of glamorized it when I was younger. Like I yeah. loved the movie Drop Dead Gorgeous. You ever see that? Oh, I did it. Okay, it's good. It has Kirsten Dunst. I mean, it doesn't make pageants seem fun. It's a little bit fucked up. Yeah. Um, if you couldn't tell by the Our title. choir like, teacher was organizing it. Like, it really wasn't a traditional pageant. I'm. It is fun to say I did pageants, though. Yeah. Because it makes people go, what? Yeah, but it wasn't like <laughs> Miss North Carolina. No. Um, I mean, whatever. You still did one in my eyes. You did more than I ever did. I did spelling bees and um, jump rope for heart. Oh, you're so. smart. Yeah, I was a good speller. You don't really need smart to be and coordinated. You don't need to be that smart to be a good speller. It turns out. <laughs> I disagree. What? No, you really or don't. Or maybe I don't disagree because I like to think I'm smart and I'm constantly getting the little red squiggly lines. Yeah, so there you go. I, I really <laughs> don't think they correlate at all. I mean, th this is a topic for another day, but yeah. I, I think it's more about memorization. And right. like, I'm really good at visualizing where the letters come. Like I could spell onomatopoeia Mm -hmm. like really really young and it's just because you just memorize the rhythm o-n-o-m-a-t-o-p-o-e-i-a you just remember like i-t-g-i-r-l you know what am that girl should i know this bitch don't kiss and tell Be rebecca back me up do you know this song it's like rebecca? the hugest song on tiktok right now oh and it's a real song it's this a real is how you know that i'm i'm so uncool it's on every <laughs> audio okay i'm sorry if anybody's singing along at home please slide in our DMs. My content manager is showing this is coming off the rails but basically i i just wanted to make one point and this is like the thing that i kept coming back to aside from the fact that this, this is i, I don't want to act like this is not groundbreaking it is it is but this woman miss nepal she still has the very you know stereotypically feminine proportions mm -hmm. that I've been talking about, like the Ashley Graham type of totally. proportions that, yes, she's plus size, but there are so many plus size people that don't look like that. And I don't know if they're necessarily going to feel represented by by this woman. Like, it's a good jumping off point right. for and sure. And do we want to be represented I don't know. See, that, on a male gaze parade yeah, show. Yeah, this is another you know? thing that I keep thinking about is like, do we even need pageants anymore? Like, why do we still right. do these? Like, I, I know it's kind of hack to be like, oh, pageants are just there to make your dick hard. But like, I kind of do. No, that's where that's how they started. And they've barely changed since. Why do you think swimsuit is a category? Right. And so I can see more of your body so I can get my dick hard. Right. Like, so it's like, it, it feels a little odd to be celebrating like, yay, plus size yeah. people can be slaves to the male gaze too. Totally. It's a little bit like, okay, like we can be objectified too type of thing. You know what sucks though is, is that is important. Like it's annoying, but I used to have a joke about this in my comedy where like guys would want a trophy or something for being attracted to me or something. Mm. And it's like, no, I'm just hot. Like just because I'm fat doesn't mean you get a trophy, but in a weird way, there's like tons of fat women out there. Like my roommate, um, she's not gonna listen to this. My roommate in college was also plus size. And I had to explain to her, like she would see me, not to brag, I'd bring guys over sometimes. Oh, and, Lauren. And she would be like, how do you do that? What happens when you take your clothes off? And I'm like, what happened? They, they, do I need to give you a play by play? Right? Like they can see that I'm not going to be a size two when I take my clothes off. And it like broke something in her brain. And she like met her fiance right after that. Oh my gosh. I know. I'm a hero. Um, Wait, you did that. Wasn't invited to the wedding. It's fine. What? 
You should have been maid of honor. Podcast for another day. No. Wait, that's that is a really crazy story. But um, but the her asking you that, I think that's not uncommon. Like right. that is a way that a lot of people feel. Like, so oh, I think women do need this to see, like, oh, people do find fat women attractive. Like it sucks that mm-hmm. that's a thing, but it's like maybe it is needed for people to know, like, people will also find me attractive with my thick thighs. Right. Yeah, no, I, I could see that. I could see that. I kind of just like... It's all terrible, though. It's all terrible. <laughs> but it's like, if you want to do the terrible thing, then I guess it is helpful for you to be represented in that thing. Yeah. For, <laughs> all, for all the people who want to do pageants and like, for, I don't want to be patronizing, but who like don't know any better, you know, <laughs> they, they might need to see like body diversity on stage so they don't develop a fucking eating disorder right no I, you know I, i'm with you it's like, very nuanced what's another like strangely problematic thing that we do oh like dog shows i'm gonna compare this to dog shows. it reminds me of a dog show so like in I, I kind of get annoyed sometimes because dog shows only have a select number of breeds in the show and like they're not even the cutest breeds like mm-hmm. pekingese are you serious? Come on. They Pekinese. look like little goblins. Go get your sorry. hair done. And if you ha- have, no, the hair is the one thing that they always have done. <laughs> okay. They always have like a perfect little bow. Like the hair is cute. Okay. The hair is cute, but they're like kind of little g- goblins. Okay. See, this is okay though. Like body, body <laughs> shaming or like a dog. The dog doesn't know what you're talking about. Like it thinks it's just getting, getting its butthole scratched and then getting a treat, to- you know? Totally, totally. No, I body, I body shame dogs all the time. Please. I go to the dog park every day with Yahtzee. And um, I don't mean to brag, but Yahtzee, <laughs> Yahtzee should be a show dog, but he can't. This is my, this is, so this is my point coming full circle. Yahtzee is a beautiful dog. He's got green eyes. He's got a beautiful coat. Everybody says so. Mm-hmm. He looks like, a combo of like a Vishla and a Beagle and a Weimariner, like all wrapped into one. Sexy dog. Super hot dog. <laughs> so anyway, I think he should be admitted. And I think if they started admitting mixed dogs into mm-hmm. the Westminster dog show, then we would all feel represented and we would all feel better about it. Is that like a worthy goal? No, it's a stupid thing to want to be in a dog show. It doesn't help the world. It doesn't help anybody. But representation matters is what I'm saying. More to humans than dogs, but <laughs> I am following. Thank you. <laughs> and I just came up with that on the spot. But you know what? It's um, a great comparison. Thank you. And I'm not calling Miss Universe a dog show. I'm just making a comparison where yes. I see it. It feels like cat food has been the same forever. Smelly, boring, made of mystery ingredients. That's why you've got to try Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your own fridge. And it's delivered right to your door. Make the switch from kibble and give your cat a meal they'll love. We actually sent some Smalls to my friend in Brooklyn who is fostering kittens, and they took to it right away. It is delicious. It is nutritious. It is easy to serve. Yum, yum, yum. Eat it up. Your cute kitty is descended from ferocious desert cats who hunted live prey. Even if your cat prefers to nap all day, they still need fresh, protein-packed meals for a balanced and healthy diet. Other brands fill their food with mysterious meat byproducts, artificial flavoring, and preservatives with names I don't even want to try to pronounce. After switching it up to Smalls, 90% of cat owners reported overall health improvements. That's major. The team at Smalls is so confident your cat will love their product that 
that you can try it risk-free. That means they'll completely refund you if your picky cat won't eat their food. Now is the time to make the switch to Smalls. Head to smalls.com DST and use promo code DST at checkout for 50% off your first order, plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find. But you have to use my code DST for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code DST for 50% off your first order, plus free shipping. Guys, as many of you know, I've been on an alcohol-free journey. Please don't hold it against me that I just said journey, but I have. And one thing that I've really missed on this journey is beer. But now with Athletic Brewing, I'm able to get that delicious beer-like taste in my mouth without any of the alcohol. It's amazing. Just so you guys know, I used to love sours. I'm a big sour drinker and I really miss that taste. And now I don't have to miss out on it. It's amazing. Whether you're trying to cut back or you just want to explore a non-alcoholic alternative, Athletic Brewing is often a game changer. They offer a variety of different full-flavored brews with no alcohol allowing you to sip and celebrate anytime and anywhere. Do you like hazy IPAs, sweet fruity sours? Now you can enjoy this style without the hangover the next day. They offer hassle-free delivery right to your door when you order at athleticbrewing.com. Athletic brews bevs you can drink anytime, anywhere and still go right back to whatever you were doing. It's a great fit for parenting, playing sports, watching sports, doing chores, late nights and early mornings so you can imbibe without worry. Try Athletic Brewing non-alcoholic beers for yourself. Use code DST to get 15% off your first order at athleticbrewing.com. That's code DST at checkout for 15% off your first order. Near beer, exclusions and conditions apply. Athletic Brewing Company, fit for all times. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y.com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, Newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Warmer weather is finally back. After so many cold months, it's nice to get outside and soak up the sun, but the springtime always brings those unwanted guests, pollen and seasonal allergies. April showers bring spring flowers and sniffly noses and stuffed up sinuses. Luckily for those of us who live with the symptoms of allergies, we can live Claritin clear with Claritin D. 
Shout out to Claritin for supporting this episode and providing us with samples. I suffer from seasonal allergies. I just had them hit the other day. I couldn't breathe through my nose at all. And I popped a Claritin and it was like night and day. I'm a huge fan of Claritin. I use it on the regular and it always helps when we're making that transition from winter to spring, which is when my allergies flare up. Mainly it's my sinuses that get so clogged and the Claritin just clears it right up. Designed for serious allergy sufferers, Claritin D has two powerful ingredients and just one pill that relieve your allergy symptoms and decongest your nose so you can breathe better. This double action combination of prescription strength allergy medicine and the best decongestant available relieves sneezing, a runny nose, itchy and watery eyes, an itchy throat and nose, and sinus congestion and pressure with ease. Ready to live your life as if you don't have allergies? It's time to live Claritin clear. Fast and powerful relief is just a quick trip away. Find Claritin D at the pharmacy counter. Ask for Claritin D at your local pharmacy counter. You don't even need a prescription. Go to Claritin.com right now for a discount so you can live Claritin clear. Use as directed. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Lauren, I think you will have opinions about this, dear DST. I feel for this one so hard. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I'm just going to get into it. Okay. Dear Remy and Emily, cross out Remy and insert Lauren. (laughs) (laughs) A good friend of mine has recently decided to pursue weight loss again. And I get it. Everybody diets. It's a part of life. But this just feels icky to me. We've bonded over anti-diet stuff in the past, and she's been a great source of comfort to me as I myself have been trying to unlearn all that diet crap. I know this is her body and her choice, but it feels like a safe space has been ripped away from me. I don't like hearing about her Noom app and how it's actually not that restrictive, in quotes. God. I read all the books. Diets don't work. This is just scientifically going to bite her in the ass. Is there any way I can show support without triggering my own eating issues? Or should I just have a chat with her to tell her how I feel? I'm trying to let this go, but I'm literally losing sleep over this. Anti-diet bitch. I felt that in my feet. Yeah. Has this ever happened to you before? I feel like this is happening to all of us right now. I feel like this is an example of... I used to get so annoyed when people say like, thin is back. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it never left. But right. it is fucking back. It's back in, in a bad way. With like a vengeance. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like early 2000s, 90s stuff. All the plus size influencers online have like started dieting now. Like it's just out in the open that people are dieting again. And it is very triggering. And it is upsetting, especially with, she says they had bonded over anti-diet things. So that's got to feel like a personal loss that's like your safe space is now 
trying to probably restrict eating. I mean, I don't know how Noom works, but it's a diet, right? Yeah. Well, Noom is is one that really gets under my skin because it's essentially the same as a Weight Watchers or yeah. my fitness pal, but it tries to market itself differently it's because like we're for millennials. <laughs> right. And and it's it, you know, it's saying it's not a diet, it's lifestyle changes, yeah. but that's the type of language that's been fed to us forever. Like I, I remember Weight Watchers saying that, you know, it's about lifestyle changes. Mm-hmm. No, it's still a diet. But yeah. because the word diet is like a dirty word now, you can't say that. But that is right. what you're selling us. So just be upfront about that. That's how I've always felt about that. Um, I feel like it's like tricking people who don't want to be on a diet into mm-hmm. going on a diet. Yeah. And it remember when it used to be, and when I say remember, I mean like a month ago, when it used to be the word diet used to be like uncool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, so what I was I don't know if this is exactly the situation, but I did notice a change over when COVID happened. Mm -hmm. Um, I did notice that at first people were really anxious about potentially gaining weight, being stuck at home. And then we saw this really beautiful thing happened. And I'd like to hear your perspective too, because I Mm -hmm. I was seeing this, you know, in my social media feeds, people kind of for the first time becoming okay with their bodies changing. But I think a lot of it was because they weren't seeing people and they weren't going out. And it was like a beautiful time where they could feel at home in their bodies because they were literally at home in their bodies Mm -hmm. in their bodies (laughs) so now that everybody's back to work we're out in the world we're socializing restaurants are open you know life has in many ways gone back to the way that it was before now we're kind of swinging back to the other side I think what's going on is I think people did get really comfortable in their skin during lockdown not everyone I know it was like everybody had different experiences but we all kind of normalize like, oh, bodies change. Your body isn't bad. But I wonder if what's happening, I'm realizing this as I'm saying it, if people just thought, oh, I'm going to zoop back to the size I was before COVID. Mm. And then that didn't happen. And they're like, oh, wait, I don't like my body at this size. And, and now I, I have I'm to out like- of excuses and thin is back and mm-hmm. everyone's on Ozempic. But they're not saying they're on Ozempic. But now right. all the celebs are very thin. <laughs> You know, oh, my God, I went to an event not that long ago and there were speeches being made. Mm -hmm. And this person said as a joke, like as part of the speech that was supposed to be a a laughing point, like, wow, you all look great. The Ozempic is working. Yeah. And then wild laughter and applause. It's like acceptable now. By the way, we we don't like that it's acceptable now. No. (laughs) I I was really dangerous. Yeah. I mean, I I hate that it's like it's become this kind of like joke, like, oh, she looks great. Must be Ozempic. Right. Because it's it's okay to make these jokes again now. And it's terrifying for fat people. Like we hate it. It's just or if we don't hate it. So we we have like two choices. It's like, oh, we can like have our soapbox and our protest sign. And that's exhausting. Or we can do what this girl's friend did and just like download Noom and rejoin the the madness yeah. of trying to shrink our bodies. Which- yeah. So like with all that being said, and I think both of us understand how you're feeling right now. Um, I also understand it because when I was, I, I don't know how old this person is, but when I was in college and I've said this before, I lost a lot of weight when I was in college and it was very intentional. And looking back, it was not healthy at all. It was actually very restrictive and I wouldn't do it that way again. Mm-hmm. But 
when I did it, I had a friend. She wasn't a best friend, but she was somebody that we would go out together and she was also plus size. And we just had a very nice relationship and like we shared clothes and we we did things that I think both of us weren't always able to experience with our other friends who were smaller. Totally. And that was just nice, you know? Yeah. And she said to me after I lost a lot of weight and I was now straight size, mm-hmm. she said to me like, um, like happy for you, but also kind of disappointed because now I'm the only big one in the group. And right. like, I felt like we were kind of the two amigos over here. And, and I really resented that in the moment. Cause I was like, just be happy for me. Cause yeah. that's the mindset that I had. But now I, I totally get it. They're the most valid feelings. Like yeah. it's, it's sort of like, And I think a lot of times fat people feel like we're not allowed to express those feelings because it's like, I also am not trying to control what anybody does with their body, the choices they make, but two things can be true. Fat people aren't trying to control what you're doing with your body, but fat people are also going to feel a sense of grief when we lose representation on television and within our own friend group. So I wonder if that's maybe... What's happening here? Maybe she's scared. I don't know if they're fat or not. Um, by the way, I use fat as a fun way. Um, yeah, t- neutral descriptor <laughs> word. Yeah, neutral slash fun. But yeah, yeah she, there's a grief that's not happening. There, There is a grief that's happening. Yeah. And, and you're right. She might not be a fat person. She just might not be into dieting. She doesn't want to hear her friend talk about dieting, which is right. very relatable. That's very fair. <laughs> so do you think she should say something? I don't think so. I think... Emily and I are going to validate your feelings and say this is very normal to feel upset about this. She's losing sleep. I relate to that. You can't obsess over this. This is probably from a Virgo. Like you cannot control (laughs) the people in your lives and what they do with their bodies and what they're eating. I have a friend who never eats breakfast and it drives me insane. Oh, I get so triggered by people who don't eat breakfast. (laughs) But I have to let it go, you know, because that's not my body. You know, that's what they want to do. And I've, I've said some comments in the past like, oh, you know, if you start with a little bit of protein or... A, a carb or a grain or some fiber it really powers your day and you know it just doesn't go through yeah. but it sounds like your friend made a decision I do think you should respect that and you can't control the as much as we would like to the actions of our friends and loved ones so I think the action item for you anti-diet batch is to just state your needs and when you're having conversations with your friend you know if she's talking about oh, I, I, can I tell you I lost two pounds? Or like you can just say, hey, so I, I'm really uncomfortable talking about weight loss if we could avoid that as a subject or I'm not comfortable talking about body size if that's okay. It's totally great that you want to try this. It's just not something I'm interested in talking about. Wow, that was so perfect. That's exactly what she should say. I completely agree. Oh, I, did I just win Dear DST? You won Dear DST. Congrats. <laughs> I'm going to get a soccer trophy and put Great. some masking tape over it for you. I completely agree. I don't think you can get into the weeds with her about no. it, especially if you value the friendship because you're just going to drive a wedge between you and her. I really think because coming speaking as somebody who was on the other side of it right. and who really resented my friend for saying that cuz and also at the time you know there's so many there's so many like weird politics with friendships that she might be like oh she's just jealous well, that's or that's also her commenting on your body which is also uncool you know right like no you're right so yeah i i mean she has bodily autonomy she can do what she wants but it's completely understandable why you don't, wouldn't want to talk right. about dieting 
you've never had that relationship. Like, yeah. in fact, you've both always been against it. It would be like if I had a friend who we always talked about politics. I don't have any of these friends. I never talk mm. about politics. But if I did and then suddenly they registered in the other right. on the other side and they started saying crazy things. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that shit with you. And right. yeah, of course. Oh, she could maybe also say like. You you obviously know my feelings and thoughts about this. If you want to talk about it more, like put up a boundary for what you don't want to talk about. But if she's open to hearing more about anti-diet stuff. But the thing is, she already knows. She if, knows. If they had been reading the books together and like if you've been in a club with somebody and then they leave the club, then you can't like aggressively try to get that person back to the club. Yeah, you just gotta respect them. Right, because it's it's a club, it's not a cult. If it was a cult, then you could force her back in, but you can't. Let's go back to when I was winning, dear DST. (laughs) (laughs) You still won, dear DST. Yeah, I mean, that's all the advice that I can really give you. Like definitely, if she brings up dieting, you're well within your right to say, I'm not comfortable talking about your diet. It's triggering to me. You don't even Mm -hmm. need to say it's triggering to me, but that's what you're trying to get across. She probably doesn't want to hurt her feelings either. Like, I wish there was a way. I mean, if they're good friends, she'll understand like, oh, this is something that's hard for her to talk about. I'm going to not talk about it. But there are some friends where it's like, I've put up boundaries before and I've been like, oh, could we not talk about this? And they're like, oh, my bad. Sorry. What, like, what's your problem? <laughs> what can we even talk about? Right. So if they have that reaction, like, maybe don't be their friend. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Actually, that's a pretty good test you, you to know, see if, like, she still is a good just friend. Just, like, a very nice, but, like, don't don't be aggro about it when you're like, I don't want to talk about this. You know, just, like, yeah. a kind request. Yeah. I wonder if, like, you could take her to, like, a movement class that's not super diet culture-y or... You're on a great thought path because I think you're right. I think to like maintain the friendship, they can find things that aren't about eating Mm -hmm. that they can still do together. So Mm -hmm. a fun movement class or a movie... Sure. Or a hot girl walk or something. Yeah. That way they can nurture the friendship without... You know, maybe maybe don't schedule too many lunches or dinners with this person because they're going to be she's going to be tracking it the whole time, counting on their phone. Yeah. Yeah. Godspeed, girl. I really, really feel for you here. I don't think that this is necessarily the end of the friendship. She also might come back to the other side because this happens a lot. I just thought of this, but this happened to me a bunch Mm -hmm. when I was first getting into anti-diet. I regressed a few times creep back to the other side yeah totally because I you know when I was getting into intuitive eating I would try to be an intuitive eater and then um because I had so many restrictions around food for so long I would go kind of crazy and when I say crazy I just mean like I was eating everything in sight and not really like I hadn't learned that um intuitive part of it yet of like that's how it starts yeah that's how it starts and you're kind of like a baby and you have to reteach yourself how to eat so anyway I had a few moments where I was like, this doesn't work for me. Like, I seriously have a problem. I can't control myself. So then I would regress to dieting. Mm -hmm. So maybe she's kind of having that moment. Yeah, she'll probably come back to you. Yeah. If you love something, set it free. Set it free. Also, you didn't lose her. This is a journey that she's taking. Totally. Totally. Well, thank you so much for writing in anti-diet betch. And thank you, Lauren, for helping me answer this question today. Um, I think you have a valuable perspective that we don't normally get. I just think this anti-diet Betch's feelings are very valid and we support her and uh, 
Hello to my fans. <laughs> cool. Well, definitely write the show or write each of us individually with an update and let us know if the friendship totally crumbled or if it's still intact. <laughs> That's it for today's episode. Be sure to send your questions to DST at Betches.com to get them answered. Follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram. If you liked this episode, please write us a review. And don't forget to check out our DST merch on shop.betches.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Then, of course, follow me at Lauren Hope Crass. Follow me at Lubination. And we're always with you. Through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Aliza Zinn. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Aliza Zinn. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com or your voicemails to 212-287-5650. Betches.